Ha <laughs> RIP headphone user. <laughs> if you're in your car, I'm sorry that you crashed. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. That was all Evan. <laughs> I just had to do it. <laughs> to do it. <laughs> anyway, this is a negative podcast. My name's Evan. And I'm Katie. Katie, how are you? I'm tired. You and me both. I'm so tired. My only day off I had, I spent traveling to Manchester at 6am, which I don't regret. Like, had a fab time. Um, my, and then I was off Sunday too when I spent that traveling home. Um, so I legitimately just have not had a day off in like nearly a month now. It's crazy. Um, I'm just so busy. I'm just a busy woman. Mm-hmm. And after this uh, recording, I have to go pack to be away from my house again for five days for work. Oh, um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Five, eight, five, 12 hour shifts in a row, which I'm not complaining about because it's going to be an amazing time. And um, I'm working on something really exciting, but I'm working at Electric Picnic, so which is a big festival here in Ireland for anybody that doesn't listen in Ireland or from Ireland. Um. So I'm really excited about that. But yeah, I have to pack my whole life away and not forget anything because I will be in the countryside. Um, how are you, Evan? Uh, so I'm tired as well. Uh, I was also in Manchester at the weekend. It was an absolutely insane weekend, but so much fun. Um, yeah, uh, still recovering from that. I'm a very, I'm a little under the weather right now, despite me screaming into your ears um literally i've been coughing uh, and sneezing all day it's just a cold i don't have covid i took a test um but yeah that's me just under the weather and i hate being sick so i'm gonna just i went to the pharmacy got uniflu lemsip anything that you can imagine uh that treats cold flus and sore throats the lady looked behind the desk looked at me like i was mad but yeah um that's me just I don't take being sick very well. Yeah. I really, I can't handle it. No, I, my throat has been like constantly sore um, for the past little while because the leak in my store turned out to be fell water. So yes, that's right. It was fell water. Oh God. Yeah. So there's definitely like damp and condensation and just probably germs because when I was in Manchester, I didn't have sore throat at all. It like completely went. And then I woke up this morning and on my left tonsil, it's just like, ow. And I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> so yeah, mine and my sinuses and stuff. And it's legitimately only from my shop. So I'm not sick. I'm just like sore. Does that make sense? Yeah. So anyway, we're, we're going to move on. Unfortunately, we didn't get any new comments this week, so we're just going to hop straight into pop news. Woo! <laughs> so uh, she's just released her new album, Holy Fuck, and on her promotional tour, she sat down with the Call Her Daddy podcast. Yes, I'm talking about Demi Lovato. In this, she reveals that she's working on a tell-all documentary, documentary focusing on the entertainment industry and how they treat child stars. Demi wants some of her Disney alums to join her in doing this. Oh, I'd like that. I'd watch that. I would definitely watch that. Yeah. I wonder who she'll get on to. Oh, 
probably, I hope, maybe some of the guys from Camp Rock. Alison Stoner will definitely do it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I know, because she, she, like, helps child stars with, like, their trauma and stuff like that, or just kind of protects them. I don't know. She's kind of an advocate for child stars. Oh, that's good. So we're going to move on to the next one. So Euphoria's second season was record-breaking, and the cast are all on board for season three. That is everyone except for Barbie Ferreira. Uh, she took to Instagram to say, four years of getting to embody the VA most uh, special and enigmatic character, Kat. I'm, ha- I'm having to say a very teary-eyed goodbye. I hope many of you could see yourself in her like I did and that she brought you joy to see her journey into this character that she is today. I put all my care and love into her. I hope you guys could feel it. Love you, Catherine Hernandez. So an anonymous source who was on set for season two of Euphoria so told the Zach Sang show that Barbie left due to having issues with show creator Sam Levinson. The source also claimed that Barbie would not clean up after her cat and that she had an attitude. The source also praised Sam Levinson's directing, claiming, claiming that if he wanted to make actors cry in a scene, he would go to great lengths to make them cry in real life. And he says this was Sam being a very specific director. Hmm. I don't know. There's like, I know they always say there's two sides to every story, but sometimes there's like seven sides to every story. Yeah. And it's a hard one to judge, but um, I just hope everyone's okay and happy and thriving. And if coming back to Euphoria or not coming back to Euphoria is what's going to make um, Barbie happy, well, then that's what will make Barbie happy. That, that is true. Um, but it's someone, someone at HBO needs to definitely investigate this further. Yeah, Sam should be looked into <laughs> Sorry, I'm really sorry for yawning there, guys, but I do you know what I can't help it at this point. I am exhausted. Yeah, that's true. Mentally and physically. Okay, so um before landing her role on Glee, she was a dancer for Beyonce, but she stole her hearts as Britney S. Pierce. However, she shared some uh news about everyone's favorite Latina icon, Jennifer Lopez. Heather Morris claimed that J-Lo decided to cut dancers from an audition due to them being Virgos. The quote she used was, she was, she whispered to her assistant, she looked at them and said, thank you so much for coming, and they had to leave. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that story, but I didn't read it. <laughs> but that's funny. Yeah, but it's oddly specific, like, what did a Virgo do to you? <laughs> oh, it's uh, her... There was a bit of a kind of rumor about this. Mark Anthony, her ex-husband, uh, is a Virgo. Fair. So fair. That's a Virgo did kind of do something to you. Did he do something to her? He wasn't very good to her. I mean, obviously she had two kids with him. Yeah, but weren't they twins? Yeah, so but they're still two children. Yeah, but it's not like she intentionally had two children. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, like you know, well, I mean, it's not like she had two children as in like she had one and then went back to have another one. Yeah. She only had one pregnancy voluntar- voluntarily <laughs> for Yeah, apparently he was very abusive during her pregnancy. Or, uh, 
I'm surprised she was pregnant. I know, with a body like that? Not even that. I'm just surprised she, like, risked being, get, not risked getting pregnant, but, like, like almost, like, risked her body. Like, I know she has, like, money and stuff, so she can, like, you know, do whatever she wants to do after it. But, like, yeah, I don't know. I just think it's funny that, like, the Kardashians and all are, like, surrogates. And Jayla was like, oh, Halloween. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Okay, uh, so we're going to move on to the last uh, headline. So from one Euphoria star to another, although she's now nominated uh, for an Emmy, uh, it looks like uh, it looks like Cassie has never ever been more shocked to receive backlash. After sharing a photo from her mother's rustic themed birthday, fans not- noticed that Sydney Sweeney's uncle was wearing a Blue Lives Matter T-shirt. The actress was uh, the actress was. Uh, was bombarded by fans giving their opinions and Sydney decided to respond. She said, you guys, this is wild. An innocent celebration for my mom's milestone 60th birthday has turned into an absurd political statement, which was not the intention. Please stop making assumptions. Much love to everyone and happy birthday, mom. This was met with further backlash when DJ Bella Ferrara accused Sydney Sweeney of uh, being racist towards her boyfriend. Bella wrote, all I see are red hats and red flags. Girl, bye. This explains why you got scared when my Mexican boyfriend was trying to fix lighting by you at the, H- at the HCA Awards and he freaked out and had your BF come shoo him while he was doing his job and has no idea who you even are. Why were you, why were you so scared? It's giving Karen. Hmm. That's bizarre. That is, yeah, it was very weird. Yeah, it is very weird. I have nothing to say on that other than that. That's just crazy. <laughs> God bless Sydney Sweeney. Mm. Okay, so Katie, I'm going to let you introduce this week's topic. So, this week, we're going off the deep end. Maybe it would be a bit shallow and I may even dig my own grave. But in the midst of it all, a star will be born. So, Evan, what is your history with A Star is Born in 2018? So my history with this film, uh, I remember I was in Duma J1 in New York, summer 2018. I saw the trailer for the film mm-hmm. in the cinema. And I remember thinking it looked really shit. Mm. Which I couldn't believe when I actually saw the movie. Uh, I remember because if you actually go back and look at the trailer, so if you're listening to this, pause this or then look at look at it after. The trailer does not do this film justice. It makes it look really bad. No worry. Um, and I remember thinking, oh, and I was like, Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, two people I would never put in the same room together. Yeah. <laughs> in a movie together. And then the film came out a few months later. I saw it after everyone was gone mental for it and saw it and I absolutely loved it. I've watched it many times now. Very recently, I saw Lady Gaga at her Chromatica Ball in London. And she performed two songs from A Star Is Born, uh, Shallow, um, obviously. And then my favorite one from the movie, Always Remember Us This Way. And that was brilliant. And yeah, I've seen this movie uh, many times now. So what's your history with A Star Is Born? Um, I was similar to you. Like I saw, I was seeing the trailer, and like I wasn't like, oh my god, I have to see this from the trailer. Do you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't incredible. I was just like, oh yeah, like that looks alright. And then 
me and Erica were down to go to the cinema and we didn't know what to see and it was just on at a convenient time and we were like oh we'll go see that like it's done like it looks already but people had started to go mad about it at that point yeah so we were like okay like people are talking about this it's on at a good time like we both like kind of movies like this let's go see it and we were both like oh my god this is incredible because it is cool um yeah we were blown away by it so that is my history with a star is born okay so i'm gonna recap the movie a star is born are you ready i am so Jackson Maine, uh, played by Bradley Cooper, is about to take to the stage and take some pills before he performs. And he, then he does perform and the crowd goes wild. Jackson gets in his car and he drinks from a bottle. Ali is at work on the phone and she breaks up with her boyfriend and screams. Ali and uh, Ramon uh, leave work and Brian tells Ali to take out the trash. She dumps it and sings Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Jackson pulls up to a bar. Uh, Ramon is at the door and a drag queen is performing. Ali takes to the bar stage to perform La Vie en Rose. Uh, Jackson and Ali make eye contact as she performs. Backstage, Ramon introduces Jackson to Ali. Jackson signs a drag queen's moves. Uh, the drag queens clear out uh, Jackson uh, and Jackson and Ali are alone talking. Jackson peels off Ali's eyebrow. Jackson says he'll wait for Ali. Um, one of the drag queens asks Jackson to sing and he plays a guitar and he performs Maybe It's Time. Ali uh, sees this from a distance. Ali and Jackson head to a cop bar. Jackson asks Ali if she uh, writes songs and she tells him she doesn't sing her own songs. Ali tells him uh, she ha- hasn't had success uh, in the music industry due to her nose. Jackson touches her nose. Jackson admits he has hearing problems. Jackson's song plays at the bar. A fan talks to Jackson and he is pissing Ali off. Ali punches this uh, fan and they leave the bar. Jackson and Ali buy uh, frozen peas to ice her hand and the cashier takes his picture. Jackson and Ali sit in the parking lot and talk. Jackson tells Ali about his upbringing. Ali sings a little snippet of an original song. So Jackson tells her she's a songwriter. Um... He drops her home and he asks to go. He asks her to go to his show and she rejects this and heads inside. Ali's dad brings her inside uh, to say hi to Wolfie. <coughs> Ali cleans up after her dad and his friends. Ali's dad says Ali has a great voice, but the best singers never make it. Jackson takes a hearing test. Bobby, aka Jackson's brother, tells him to use inner monitors. So Jackson sent the driver to Ali's house. Ali won't go to the show as she has to go to work. Ali and her dad fright and Ali and Ramon arrive at work. So Brian tells Ali that she's late again. Ali and Ramon leave and head to the gig. Ali arrives at the concert. Jackson is performing and Ali uh, watches from the side of the stage. Jackson wants Ali to sing her song, but she refuses and he tells her to trust him. Jackson starts to sing Shallow. Ali decides to walk on stage to sing with Jackson. Ali and Jackson leave the gig and head back to his hotel. So Ali freshens up in the bathroom and Jackson passes out. Ali asks Ramon for help, but he's busy. Bobby puts Jackson to bed. Ali sleeps beside him and he wakes her up and they have sex. The next morning, Ali and Jackson have breakfast. Ali's uh, singing has gone viral. Ali watches the video with her dad. Jackson visits Ali at, at her house. 
Jackson asked Ali to go on tour with him. Ali and Jackson stopped to eat uh, in Arizona and she shares a new song idea. So Jackson goes to visit his father's farm, but he finds out uh, it's not there anymore. At his show, Jackson punches Bobby after finding out he sold their dad's ranch. Bobby says Jackson stole his voice. Ali is touring with Jackson. She's playing keyboard with him. She's performing with him. One night, Jackson sends her out to perform on her own. Ali performs Always Remember Us This Way. After the show, Ali meets music producer Rez Rez Gavon. Uh, Ali tells Jackson all about what Rez offers her, and and he doesn't listen to her as he's drunk. Ali asks Jackson what he's doing, and he rubs a donut on her face. Ali is in the recording studio, and she struggles. Jackson gives her a boost of confidence. Ali works with the choreographer. Ali and Jackson move in together and they get a dog. Jackson asks Ali to go to Memphis with him and she has to work on her album. Before a show, Jackson snorts coke and heads on stage. Jackson's ears are ringing at her own show. Ali performs. The dancers are not on stage. Ali talks to Rez. He asks her about the dancers and he tells him to trust her. He tells her to go blonde, but she refuses. Jackson ends up passed out in a bush. So Jackson recovers at his friend George's house. Ali shows up at the house and is mad. Ali, fit, uh, Ali tells him she isn't going to clean up his mess. And Ali sits with George's family. So Jackson makes a ring for Ali and proposes. Um, George suggests that they get married today. Ali and Jackson get married. Jackson and, and Ramon wait for Ali. Ramon checks on her and it, she's nervous. Her album because her album is dropping. Jackson and Rez discuss Ali's new look. Ali and Ramon FaceTime the Queens on her album day. So Rez tells Ali she's uh, booked for SNL. Uh, Jackson and Ali talk outside and look at the billboard. So Ali's in rehearsals for SNL. Alec Baldwin introduces Ali, who is performing Why Did You Do That? Jackson looks at her and grabs a drink. Bobby shows up and talks to Jackson. Bobby tells him if she... If he runs into uh, any trouble to call him, Ali and Jackson record in the studio. At a photo shoot, Ali finds out she's been nominated for three Grammys. Ali arrives home and Jackson has been drinking. Jackson walks in on Ali taking a bath. The two argue and things get intense. Jackson calls her ugly and she tells him to get out. Jackson watches Ali at rehearsal and apologizes. Jackson's uh, uh, slot for a TV performance gets cut, gets cut down. Jackson needs his in-ear monitors uh, uh, before he before what he plays anyway. So Ali, Jackson, and her dad get ready for the Grammys. Jackson drinks and uh, takes pills, and he performs. Ali cries in the audience. Ali wins the Grammy for Best New Artist and, it go, and goes up to accept the award. Jackson falls uh, as Ali accepts the award, and he and he drunkenly joins her on stage. He ruins her big moment and pees her pees himself. Jackson is carried home. Jackson is carried home and is thrown into the shower by Ali's dad. Jackson is in rehab now. At home, Ali and her dad share an emotional breakfast. Jackson tells someone of his tinnitus. Jackson admits he tried to kill himself with a noose once. Ali visits Jackson and they talk. Ali asks Jackson if he's going to come home and he says he wants to be with her. Ali shows him a song he wrote. Jackson apologizes to Ali and she tells him it's okay. Ali tells Rez uh, Jackson should join her on tour. Rez says no and she tells him to cancel the tour. 
Bobby drives Jackson home. Jackson apologizes to Bobby. Jackson holds Ali and plays with their dog. Ali performs Jackson's song on the piano. Jackson plays the song for her. Rez arrives at the house. Jackson thanks Rez for uh, taking care of Ali while he was gone. <coughs> Rez tells, tells Jackson he almost ruined Ali's career. Ali and Jackson cuddle and she tells him they're cancelling the tour. Ali asks Jackson to join her on stage that night at the final show on her tour. Jackson takes another look at Ali as she walks out of the room. That night, Jackson feeds the dog and gets in his truck to go to the concert. Ali's about to go on stage and is expecting Jackson to show up. Jackson relapses and closes the garage door. Uh, Ali performs Shallow and dedicates the song to Jackson. Jackson has taken his own life. Ali confides in Ramon. She breaks a glass frame. She confides in Bobby. And then Bobby comforts Ali. At a, at a memorial performance, Ali dedicates a song to Jackson on stage. Ali is singing the song, I'll Never Lo- Love Again, which was the song that Jackson wrote uh, for Ali. And it was the last song they sang together before he died. And that is the end of the movie, A Star Is Born. Wow. What an emotional ride. Oh, it's it's an unbelievably, like, un, unnecessarily sad film. Oh, I was bawling. I bawl every time. Yeah, no, it is. It's a very, it's very heart stringy. Um, it's a very heart stringy movie. It is definitely. I'm trying to think of this. My favorite song from it. Um. Oh yeah, they all never love again. Yeah, that's very sad, but that's not my favorite one. My mind is uh, always remember us this way. Oh, sorry, something just came off my laptop. <laughs> my little rubber thing at the bottom. Sorry, Evan, you're looking at my ceiling for me. No. <laughs> um, no, I can't remember the name of it, but it begins with um, "I'm alone in my house." Oh, look what I found! Yeah. Look what I found. Yeah, that's my favorite song. That is a great song. Yeah, it's a good song. The music like is it. incredible, and then Gaga wrote, I think, the majority of it, and it was, you know, obviously she is so talented, you know. Yeah. And of course, she's obviously one of the two leads. You have to give it to the two leads of this movie, you know. Obviously, her doing the music as well as acting. And, you know, she had acted before and she'd won a Golden Globe for American Horror Story Hotel at this point, but she, she wasn't really known as a naked actress, you know? No, this really did put her on the map for acting, like, for movies anyway. Yeah. Um, I just, I remember everyone was, like, going crazy because they were like, oh, my God, I can't believe that's Lady Gaga. Because I don't um, see, when I look at this film, I only see Ali. I don't see Lady Gaga, you know? Yeah, that that's what everybody said, though. Yeah. Um, which was amazing. Yeah, and then they were like, oh my god, the brown hair, the brown hair. Yeah, she's so yeah. toned down, and it's not like the Lady Gaga we're used to seeing. Yeah, and she doesn't even wear makeup in the movie. Like, Oh, and she looks beautiful. Oh, so, so, well, I'm sure she has a bit of makeup on, but like, yeah, like, it's not like the usual what Lady Gaga would wear, like, and it is yeah. it's amazing. And then, of course, you have to give it to Bradley as well, you know, the starring in the movie, directing in the movie. He was also a very like um on not like on uh 
Like, but I think people just heard it too, them and they thought it was going to be another like um, Lay Miz with bleeding. What's his name? Russell Crowe. Yeah, Russell Crowe. I don't know why I was going to call him Richard Crowe. That <laughs> <laughs> was going to be another like Russell Crowe situation where it was just like, oh my God, shut up. Yeah, no, I mean, he obviously he wrote the movie, directed the movie, sa- learned guitar and piano and sang in the movie. He yeah. learned it for the movie. And like he's just he was actually a visionary on this one. He did an absolutely amazing job. They both did. Yeah. My question, I know it's a love story. Okay. Mm-hmm. My question is this. Was their relationship toxic? Ali and German. Jackson. <laughs> um I don't think their relationship was overall toxic but I think that there was definitely toxic traits in both people in the relationship do you know what I mean yeah that doesn't automatically make a relationship toxic but toxic traits can just come up every now and then what do you think I think you know I think she made a lot of excuses for him yeah with the drinking and stuff um I mean, look, I, I wouldn't change a thing about this movie. Believe me, I, I think it is just in, incredible. Mm-hmm. But I think it we don't need to over-romanticize their relationship because although it was, it is a romantic love story, you know, they, they their relationship wasn't... Not, not every relationship was perfect, basically, and that's kind of portrayed in this movie, you know? Oh, yeah, of course. Like, it wasn't like an absolute... Romeo and Juliet like like love story this is what you should aspire to have mm-hmm. kind of scenario it was very much a um a case of um this is like what can happen in a relationship like you know the demons can come out and it's not always rosy and um like people have their own issues and people have things that they're insecure about and like that they go through and even though you find somebody that you love like that that might not change it or make it better yeah absolutely um it definitely was written and directed to be a harrowing and heartbreaking story yeah have you seen the other versions of this of this story no i only learned that the, I only knew that about one other version and my mom said it to me the night that I got home from seeing this movie she was like oh have you seen the Bette Midler and I was like no you mean the Barbra Streisand one oh yeah the same thing basically <laughs> nobody come for me yeah, the gays the gays are going to be happy about this like gays I'll fight all years. okay what this is this is very much a gay podcast stuff that now. Yeah, I know. Like, I mean, let's be real. If I had a choice, I'd be gay too. Why don't? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's said this many times. I have. I've said it my whole life, but unfortunately, I I can't choose. Nobody can choose, and unfortunately, I'm single and attracted to straight men. So, sucks for me. But anyway. Uh, okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh my god! I mean, who likes straight men anyway? No, none of us. Um, <laughs> just tolerate them because I have to. <laughs> True. Oh god, I love that this podcast is so gay. Um, <laughs> Me too. You know, there are times when I know this is a really sad movie, but this kind of made me. Laugh. You know, when he's talking to his brother, played by Sam Elliott from Sam Elliott Mustache Wax. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, like I can't understand what they're saying to each other. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know why. It's like their dialogue is. I was like, well, what did he say? To, what did Sam Elliott say? I was like, it's because of their accents, and I'm just like, okay. Yeah. The accents are kind of ticking it, but um, I just I thought like I remember we said like um, we didn't see Lady Gaga like we just saw Ali. Yeah, I kind of felt that about Bradley Cooper as well. Like I didn't think like wow, that's Bradley Cooper. You thought that was Jackson Maine. Well, like yeah, like kind of in a sense. Mm. I couldn't picture Jackson the way I could picture Ali. Yeah, absolutely. Like, as being a human and stuff, like I feel like Lady Gaga really like brought Ali to life. Like I still felt like um, Jackson Cooper was a character, whereas I felt like Ali could have been a person. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I still think I still wouldn't say, "Oh, that's Bradley Cooper." Like you know. Yeah. Um, what do we think about Ali's kind of change? In her music when she first starts and then she's doing the song on SNL. Um, remind me of that. So like you know the way she starts out, she's a songwriter. Yeah. And she does that song on SNL and she's very much like a pop star. Mm. Like what what do we think of that? I think it's I was just like Oh, I was like, I kind of just hate that she's going down this route. Bit of a sellout, but like sure, look, everyone does it. Yeah, she sold out. That's it. I'd sell out tomorrow if somebody was offering to buy. Like, <laughs> no problem. What do you want me to do? Yes, no problem. I I will do that if you were giving me money. No problem. How much do we hate the music manager? Oh, a lot. I hate him so much. Arsehole. Big arsehole. Yeah. Do you think if he hadn't said what he said to Jackson, Jackson would be alive? I don't know because Jackson struggled. A yeah. lot. So I think even if he hadn't have said what he said to Jackson, um, I think eventually hmm. Jackson would have eventually at some point would have um ended his life the way he did because but it was it was our solace of him to say that like Ali didn't need him. Because hmm. that was not true. Ali did very much love and need him. Yeah. But yeah, no, actually, I, I do think by the end of it, like, the relationship did have some toxicity in it. And, like, I think the manager didn't help that either. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, it did a little bit of foreshadowing in this movie. So, at the start of the movie, if you haven't copped it, um, when Jackson's in the car and he's on the way to the bar where Ali's performing... There's a billboard that they pass by that has about four nooses on it. Oh. And obviously we know what happens at the end. So I was just like, every time I go back and look at that, I'm like, oh my God, foreshadowing. Yeah. Oh, I mean, what else could we say about this movie? 
I don't know. Like, it's a very good movie. It's a brilliant film. Brilliant mm-hmm. and well made. With great music. It's a great piece of cinema. And it is very rewatchable for a movie that's very sad. It is. I agree. <clears throat> anyway, I'm going to move on and talk about the success of A Star is Born. Fill me in. So, success... Uh- <coughs> A Star is Born has a 90% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. Which means it is, in fact. Higher than Rent. That is true. A lot higher. A lot higher. The film made $436.2 million against a budget of $36 million. Wow. Uh, it was one, voted in the top, uh, it was voted one of the top 10 films of uh, 2018. The film was nominated for eight Academy Awards. Shallow won for Best Original Song. The music won four Grammys. And because of this, Lady Gaga became the first woman in history to win an Academy Award, a Grammy, a BAFTA, and a Golden Globe all in the same year. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Rightfully deserved. It was deserved. It really was. Like, every moment was leading up to that moment in her life, I think. Oh, my God. I love that no change in Shallow. It's my favorite thing in life. Yeah. A big scream I did in the search. <laughs> okay, so uh, next up it is school is in session for Katie. It's all a, it's a pop quiz all about a star is born. Katie, are you ready? No, what? Let's go. Let's go anyway. So, question one: uh, What song does Ali sing at the bar when she first meets Jackson? Uh... The Van Ross. That is true. Well. Question two. Where was Jackson born? Um, Missouri. No. No, I don't know. Arizona. Oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't know. That, but anyway. <laughs> Question three. Who was hosting SNL when Ali performed? Um, Jimmy Kimmel. I just said Jimmy Kimmel, but I'm probably wrong. It's Alec Baldwin. Oh, yeah. Right, question four. What did Jackson use to make Ali's engagement ring? To make it? Yeah. Metal? It is metal, but what was it actually... What did he actually use? Uh, Like a pipe? No, it was a guitar string. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Question five. Which singer presents Ali with her first Grammy? This is multiple choice, by the way. Halsey, Billie Eilish, Taylor Swift, or Madonna? Taylor Swift? No, it was Halsey. Oh, I wouldn't know her out of a lineup. (laughs) Question six. What song does Ali sing on SNL? And this is multiple choice. Hair, body, face. Why did you do that? Heal me or look what I found? Um, the fourth one? No. What? It was, why did you do that? Oh. Question seven, multiple choices as well. What was the name of Jackson and Ali's dog? Was it Max, Spot, Charlie or Skip? I feel like it was Max. It was Charlie. Oh. 
Question eight. Ali punches a guy at a bar with Jackson, but what was this guy's occupation? A lawyer. No, he was a cop. Oh, that's enough. Question nine. What feature does of her face does Ali say stops her from pursuing a music career? Her nose. That's correct. Question 10. What colour does Ali dye her hair in the film? Blonde. No, she refuses to go blonde. Oh. Red. Yeah, like it was here. It was kind of like red orange. Yeah. So you got three. <laughs> Woohoo. Right, next up, we're going to put A Star is Born on our pop scale. We ranked it out of five based on its place in pop culture and how much we like it. Katie, what do you give A Star is Born? You know, I'll give it a full five because I do really enjoy it. Like, I love it. The music's absolutely amazing. Like, the it was received so well and was so successful. And still to this day, like, as you said, it's so rewatchable. Mm-hmm. It's not just a one and done. Like, you can keep going back to it and notice new things about it every time, but still feel the exact same way at the end. So that's why I'm going to give it a five. What about you? I'm also going to give it a five mm. uh, just because it it does. The story definitely has been told multiple times. It's definitely the best version. Yeah. Um, uh, what is it? Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper did incredible jobs in this movie. It obviously launched uh, her as a movie star. Yeah. Um, the music is great. It's won Grammys. It's won an Oscar. It's it's broken records. It is just an amazing rewatchable piece of cinema. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So next up, we're going to talk about what's popping, meaning what we are enjoying in terms of pop culture. Katie, what's popping with you? Um, I've been watching the thing on Disney Plus called Wrexham, <laughs> uh, where uh, Ryan Reynolds and your man from It's Always Sunny, I can't remember his name, um, by Wrexham Football Club. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like a weekly thing. It's only on episode two, but it's actually really interesting. And other than that, there's nothing popping with me because I have been so busy. I haven't had a minute to do anything. As per, what about you, Evan? So, um, still, season three of High School Musical, the musical series. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love. Um, what else is there? Um, currently, a TikTok sound. Um, oh, the corn one? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, do you know what? That's in my popping too. I was singing it all day in work today. <laughs> it's literally my favorite thing ever. I love it. <laughs> A big lump of knobs. I it love has it. juice. It has a juice. <coughs> I can't imagine a more beautiful, a beautiful thing. <laughs> big cone. I can it... tell you all about it. I mean, look at this thing. I know I'm obsessed. Like I'm It is the best it. thing ever. I was singing it in work today and everyone was like, oh my God, what the hell? And I was like, oh, look. Because I showed a girl in work it last week and she was like, are you okay? <laughs> she, like and it was a genuine like are you all like are you okay but now she's on so actually I have a funny story about this I said it to Kevin and I was like are you on corn talk right because that's what people are calling it. <laughs> yeah. but he was like no what are you talking about because I forgot that people on TikTok call the P word oh yeah the accountants and he was like, what are you talking about thinking I was on 
corn with a pea talk and I was like no um and then I, I and then I got stuck in his head too so now I just have everyone obsessed I love it so much it is literally the greatest thing in life also Taylor Swift announced uh, her new album Midnight coming out October 21st so I'm just riding that uh, announcement wave I guess wow that's cool I love her <laughs> I know you do <laughs> so Katie where can the people find us People can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It A Podcast. You can give us a little review on Apple Podcasts and rating on Spotify if you so wish. And if any of your family and friends need new podcasts to listen to, they can find us anywhere they get their podcasts. Okay, so that was our episode on A Star Is Born and you'll hear from us next week. Bye.